Hey, have you ever heard of stealthing? Yeah, you sitting on the couch. No, I was playing. Okay, me neither. I mean, I did, but like in high school or some shit. It was it's stupid. You're my champagne, you made me pop off everywhere like confetti yeah. I know it seems strange, you're singing last night and I miss you already yeah. My bed is depressed, my pillow's a victim Got me in chills but my hands are sweaty And I'm on fire It's Kasabian! Kasabian Lava One. What's going on, beautiful people? Oh, I love that new intro. Love that new intro. What's going on, beautiful people? People, welcome back to the Kasabian Lava Show. We're live from Las Vegas, and this is episode two forty three. Two forty three. Episode two forty three. We're live from Las Vegas, and it's another beautiful day. It's been raining on and off. It was like tornado y early in the morning, windy and. It was nuts. Shout out to all the podcast listeners. Y'all are amazing. Thank you for listening. We always appreciate you. Have you checked out the new merch? Head over to klavo.com. We have that new hoodie. It's in a beautiful soft pink color. It's good. Like, really good. Here's my catch, right? I made them. They're for me. For my merch. Can't get my hands on one. Mine doesn't come until like two weeks. And I'm like, hey... Shouldn't I have gotten the testers? And they were like, oh, no, we gave them to someone else. It's like, oh, word, bet. So I'll get my tester, and then I could wear it for y'all, and then y'all could buy one. But they are live in the store at klavo.com. That's K-L-A-V-O-E.com. Go check out the new merch. Check out the music. Download, stream. If you buy a song, it's equivalent to 2,500 streams. So I always encourage and implore people to head over to Apple Music and purchase the music. It helps our streams out. And check out the old podcast. It's 240 plus uh, episodes. I was going to say albums. Episodes uh, to go through. You might find something you like. Who knows? All the videos are on the website. Matter of fact, if you go to klava.com, you can just scroll straight through it and everything's in there. It'll go music. The only thing that's not on there is my real estate stuff. Besides that, everything else is on there. It's a great place to be. What's going on, beautiful studio audience? I like having a live studio audience. I think that's interesting. So, uh... If uh, you didn't watch the last show, we got to use the new touchscreen teleprompter. And maybe they shouldn't have put the touchscreen so close to me because now I just like fucking with it. And I think it's like the dopest thing ever. And I don't know why I didn't get a teleprompter before. It's not in the right place. I don't have it set up right because I was just playing with it. And I just wanted to see if it even remotely worked because I can't read. I'm not going to front and be like, oh, yeah, I'm like a fucking eighth grade uh, uh, reading level i'm at it or whatever the fuck i don't know i can't even speak today this is the second time that i think i gotta go talk to my doctor because now i'm really getting worried about me stumbling over my speech and it's not as funny as uh i would like it to be <laughs> sorry oh, i'm getting old y'all i swear everything hurts <laughs> we're back to that today we'll be talking about facebook and instagram having issues once again seems like something's going on inside of their server We'll be talking about the ships that are docked and they haven't come in and why and what's going on with supply. Uh, what's the reason for them not to come in? 
why are prices being driven up due to this? Like, can we get to the bottom of this? William Shatner's supposed to be going to space. I thought that was so awesome. We'll talk about that. Jimmy Hinchman, if you don't know who he is, Jimmy Hinchman is, uh, he's a big name in music and hip hop, and he's dealing with a very weird case, and I want to talk about it because I found it very interesting, and it was about clemency and him being released, and basically, former President Trump, kind of pardon him we'll get into it and we'll talk about the legalities and what that's all about uh here shortly tesla moved to texas today officially a paraplegic man was dragged out of his car by police in ohio and beyond disturbing it's just so confusing as to why we continue to use the same tactics and we'll talk about why it'll never end if we don't make real change um a photographer deleted all the pictures at a wedding because they wouldn't feed him we'll get into it he's not as petty as you think but we'll get into it uh the twitch leak and what's going on today and why bezos is all over twitch the labor department numbers came back and they weren't as good as we thought google and youtube are actually now uh banning ads to run after any type of content that is uh neglecting or denying uh climate change which is uh very broad i don't deny climate change Uh, i don't think it's climate change i think it's just like the cycles of the earth and i think that that's how earth works my headphones are crooked and it's driving me crazy uh so we'll talk about that um california is the first state to ban stealthing okay i've heard of stealthing but we'll get into stealthing last all right so uh Facebook, again, was on Twitter because obviously Facebook can't keep Facebook open. And Facebook had to let the world know once again that they're having problems with not only Facebook, but also Instagram. And this doesn't come as a surprise. They've been having issues ever since everything fell apart the other day. And it seems to just continue to go. Now, they're going to tell you this is not a big deal and we're trying to figure it out. And that's fine. They may be doing that. And I'm sure they are. But somebody's inside sabotaging Facebook. Like, I don't think uh, what happened was explained too well the dsn number the only way that that could be removed or deleted is like from facebook headquarters so somebody got in there and if that was a hack that hacker is phenomenal but why not do the job all the way so if you're having problems with facebook and instagram today you're not alone i had problems myself i was kind of irritated with it just put the phone down i am just this much closer to getting off the worst addiction of my life that i've ever had to deal with facebook i am this I, I, I hire somebody runs instagram they don't even do a good job i don't care i'm off instagram i'm over the internet tiktok's my new friend i hang out with the cool people i don't hang out with losers okay over at facebook okay i hang out with the cool kids at tiktok do dances and shit like come to my tiktok uh, 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 uh. oh that look sus <laughs> pause nah yo that's wow how is facebook you see It leads to many more conversations about Facebook and Instagram that we should be having. And it's definitely a monopoly and an oligarch. And if nobody wants to approach this as such and divide them up, they have to be divided up. It'll never go anywhere. Like, they literally shut down the world for 10 hours. We were at their mercy. Nobody knew what to do. People run businesses off of Facebook. Again, Facebook has become a common square. Could you imagine if you were the first person that had like a lot of land and owned, uh, 
I don't know, like a little eatery and there was like a spot for people to gather. And then people started using that spot to like talk to each other. And that's where everybody got their information for the day. Because back in the day, there wasn't cell phones, internet, newspapers and things of that nature. Everything was still word of mouth. People would literally stand outside and talk to one another and like shout things out. And that's how they got information out. So if that person has a problem with them doing that, they can shut down all the communication. And that's what created newspapers and things of that nature to get information out. But in America, we have rights. We have a constitution. We're able to do more than just speak out in public. And we have actually rights that defend us and allow us to speak. As long as we're not in private property. So you can't be on private property. And this is the only country you can talk shit to your government. And your government has to back you up. The law isn't to protect you from other Americans. The law is to protect you from the government that... Uh, the government themselves cannot stop your speech, stop your protesting, stop your anything, really. They, by law, have to defend you and allow you to talk shit to them. Now, with Facebook having these issues, it shows you that that town square is very fragile and being ran in a monopoly. There's too many companies under one umbrella. And if they all can go down because of one, it obviously shows you the monopolistic ways of this company and how unsafe it is to have a brand that is so powerful that if one goes down, they all go down and the entire system falls apart. I think that's very unhealthy. So the next story comes from Axios. Supply chain, is it really doing it again? Supply chain constraints have gotten so bad that even throwing more people at the problem wouldn't make them go away immediately. A new snapshot of port activity in California is the latest indication. So they're basically saying that, one, we have a 30% drop in how many people are actually working at the port. They got that information from cell phone data. Very scary. They basically surveyed the area and show it shows that there's less cell phone data activity, which basically means that less people are in the area. Weird, right? So it's too slow. Things aren't moving fast enough because it is dropping people. And basically, when ships are coming into port, things aren't moving quick enough for them to unload and us move. We haven't really been told why. It's always been, oh, because of COVID and this, that, and the third. So let's understand why all this even matters and why this affects you to see all these boats. Uh, companies are eager to find signs of relief in supply chain in order to adjust inventory and prices efficiently and effectively. You see, we're going to see surges in pricing over and over and over. Cars are very expensive right now due to this issue. The computer chip shortage. There's many shortages that are tying all in and making things very difficult and compounding and making things even harder to live and sustain because we're now getting hit by more expensive cars, more expensive houses, more expensive food, more expensive rent. And there's no signs of things tightening up and nobody wants to go back to work. We'll get into that later. Among the 22 biggest ports in the world, L.A. and Long Beach this year have experienced the longest turnaround time. The gap between the most efficient port, Port Lang in Malaysia, and L.A. and Long Beach is 4.8 days. Across all global ports, the current turnaround is almost an entire day. That's plus 350% longer than normal levels in 2019. The economy cannot add jobs fast enough to counterbalance the current record demand for goods. The there currently are 60 ships. <laughs> That's amazing. There are currently 60 ships at anchor between both ports. That's good to know. It's really good to know. I am blown away by these stories 
with the supply chain problems because of real estate and the issues that we have in real estate and how it's correlating to all the other things that are starting to just it's just literally like the compound effect can happen negatively and create just we have chaos coming slowly it's a slow boil of chaos but definitely coming so william shatner was uh in new york's comic-con I saw my buddy Gilbert over there. I think he went with his nephew. I think. I wasn't sure. But I definitely saw him out there. So William Shatner was talking. And uh, Bezos wants to take William with him. He was supposed to be one of the first people, a part of that whole um, Inspiration 4, that went with Bezos up into space and came down. But uh, Shatner had a couple jokes about they switched up people, and he wasn't one of the people that made the final cut, which kind of sucks. You figure if anybody was to go to space, it'd be him and the dude from X-Men, the dude from the other Star Trek, or Star... Isn't, ain't they the same from the same shit? Just two different versions? John Luke Picard? Either way, if y'all don't send them two old dudes into space, send them together. They might even die and have heart attacks after seeing Earth from that, you know, that lens. Could you imagine always playing pretend to be in space and then finally being in space? Like that shit is dope. They're 90, he's 90, he's old as shit. Send that man into space and let him have a good time. I love that he's still old enough to or, or witty enough to still have jokes. The guy's working on albums, he's doing tons of stuff. He's 90 years old. If you're not 90 years old, okay, 90 and are not as busy as this guy, I don't want to hear it. He's working on an album. He's about to go into space. He's doing things. He's at fucking Comic-Con. This guy's a hero. <laughs> like, yo, y'all are so chump when you say, oh, I don't have enough time. He's 90. He's old as shit. He's got plenty of time at 90, and you telling me at 24, 25, you got no time? You better get on that shit. Okay, so this story was very interesting. It's about Jimmy Henchman. What's Jimmy's real name? I'm sorry. I don't even know Jimmy's real name. Brown. Is that all we got? My bad. I know him as Jimmy Henchman. If you don't know who Jimmy Henchman is, Jimmy Henchman is. He's a manager, a hip-hop manager, and he's been in jail for quite some time due to a lot of things that happen in the hip-hop community. But this story isn't about that. The story is actually about Trump letting him... Okay, Trump might have not let him out and might have not given him clemency. But that's where it kind of gets wishy-washy. I'll read the story and then we'll talk about it. But I do think that this is definitely going to put pressure to write more clear and definite laws behind clemency. Uh, Again, they should have never gave me the touchscreen. The Washington Post. uh, Is it from the Washington Post? Yes, the Washington Post. Uh, Late last year, it appeared to Rosenman's advocates that they had succeeded on december 18th trump called brown and his wife monica according to legal affidavit signed by browns let's get this guy home for christmas trump told staff in his office during that call the browns said mark oyster oh yeah my bad hold on hold on let me stop right there so this is where the debate came in trump called the family and had a conversation with them when there's clemency there's paperwork involved and There's like a process. This process never necessarily happened for some reason, but because Trump was uh, in the middle of being removed from office or finishing his term in office, not removed, not removed, wrong. Trump was actually coming out of office. When the phone call was made, it seems like it kind of fell at the wayside due to uh, everything else that was going on. So Jimmy was never really released. He kind of sat there in jail. His attorneys were saying he was released. But he wasn't. Weeks and weeks had gone on and nothing had happened. And they were saying, well, they don't have any paperwork. Now, they went around. They tried to figure out what they could do. 
so far, nothing. It just seems like because it was over the phone, it's not necessarily true that he was uh, released, but then it's not not true. So uh, they went around and they asked some professors of law. And of course, they're going to sit on two different sides of it. So Mark Oyster, uh, Ols- why is his name so hard for my mouth to say? Mark Olsler, a professor of law at the University of St. Thomas, Minnesota, who graduated excuse me, who argues for changes to presidential clemency process said that the argument presents a fascinating question that hasn't been addressed in modern times. They've gotten a good point, which is that the constitution does not set out a method of granting of clemency. So there's really no rhyme or reason. Like the president can say, okay, I grant you clemency and you're out. And technically you should be out. While in other cases, presidents, including Trump signed pardon warrants there is no statute or constitutional provision that requires that. Now, here's on the, the opposite view from Margaret Love, who served in the U.S. part, who served as a U.S. pardon attorney from 1990 to 1997 and said that the petition, as described to her by a reporter, touches a really interesting question about the legitimacy of pardon or communications only uttered by a president. I believe there's no reason in principle that a president shouldn't have written something down. And that's where I land with it. I think that, honestly, it would have took Trump, what, five minutes to write something out and let him out. But does that even count? Is this a conversation that should be had? Like, is there other laws like this that are so wishy-washy that continue to cause uh, issues in... in the, the justice system is very flawed now from beginning to end. Things like this are very wishy-washy and haven't necessarily happened before, but aren't in the forefront. This is interesting, but not important. I don't think clemency is one of those things that just blows me away because it's so far few in between and it doesn't happen as often as one would like. So with that being said, this is just the think piece. How do you feel about that? If nowhere it says that it can't be just done verbally, then why isn't he released? And if they need a document, then where is the document that states that you need a document. Documents are very, very important. Watch those contracts, because I still get paid if I get fired. Boy! So Tesla has officially moved to Texas. Uh, the story comes from CNBC. Tesla officially moved its headquarters from Palo Alto, California, to Austin, Texas. CEO Elon Musk announced that the company's 2021 annual shareholders meeting. In April 2020, on Tesla's earning calls, Musk lashed out at California's governor offic- government officials calling the temporary COVID relief health orders. Facet? Is that right? I'm pretty sure I said that wrong. In an explicitly laced rant in 2020, Musk personally relocated to Austin area to the Austin area from Los Angeles, where he had been living for two decades. Now, what does this mean for all the other plants? What does this even mean for Tesla in California? Are they going to stop? No, not at all. As a matter of fact, they're going to keep pushing and they're going to double up. They want to increase uh, their manufacturing in California by 50%, both from Fremont and Giga Nevada, which is the factory in northern Nevada near Reno and what they have going on in Fremont, California. Now, basically, they're just backed up and they can't even catch up. Prices are even going up on some of the vehicles due to demand and whatnot. Them moving to Texas is pretty fucking dope. Uh Elon is like super America, and it's so strange to me.
Let me see. It's tough for people to afford houses and people have come in from far away. There's a limit to how big you can scale in the Bay Area. That was the last thing that he had said towards the end. And I thought that was interesting that he was able to at least be aware that the area was more expensive in California and harder for them to live. But Texas isn't necessarily the easiest place to live if you're not established. So he's asking the whole company to come over there. It's a big move for a lot of people. So this is going to be a lot of changes. and There's going to be a lot of things that happen with with uh, Tesla from here out. I think it's going to be awesome. Texas is going to definitely let them grow, and they should. Uh, I mean, they should catch up. We're getting a Tesla. We're, we're figuring all the details out. I am folding, and I'm going full electric. I don't care. I'm overpaying gas, and I want the tax credits. I am doing everything that gives me tax credits. I'm doing everything that gives me money back, and I'm doing everything that's green and clean for the environment so that I can just live a best my best life. Now, if you haven't seen the story of the paraplegic man that was pulled out of his car by police in Ohio, it's interesting and it was told in a couple different ways because there's not too much information out there. Bossip has a really, really good, good story. Whoever their uh, journalist is did a really good job. But for me, it wasn't even that. Okay, protocol, police protocol needs to be changed to avoid these things. You pulled out a man that can't use his legs by his hair. You are a piece of shit and should be fired. And you should be jailed for aggravated assault. Two, three, four, five counts aggravated assault. The man has a history. So instead of approaching the vehicle and saying, hey, man, you might fit the description of somebody that did something. They do that bullshit they always do. We pulled you over because of your tent. And then it went from being pulled over because of your tent to, hey, you have a bad history. We need you to step out of the car. The man says, sir, I'm a paraplegic. I cannot step out of anything. Then he gets yelled at and berated by these two police officers with guns drawn, screaming in his face, telling him that he's going to get the fuck out of the car regardless to what he asks for. All he was asking for was for a white shirt, which is a supervisor or a lieutenant to come out and see what was going on. The officer then yelled at him and said, no, I'm going to pull you out the fucking car and I'll get that sergeant when I feel like, basically, in layman's terms. The video's out there, you can see it yourself. I wish I was embellishing and I wish I was trying to make the story more saucy for you, but I'm really not. What I'm telling you is a horrid truth of our police system and which hasn't changed one bit since the Black Lives Matter movement, Colin Kaepernick, or all the riots of 2019-2020 due to George Floyd's passing. Murder. Nothing's changed. You've done nothing. Black Lives Matters got rich. They bought houses around the world, multi-million dollar houses. And we still have people being abused by shitty police officers. It's very simple. We have to have reform. It starts with leadership. You're putting the wrong people in charge. How come there's no Black Lives Matters in Texas right now? The little boy shot the school, shot black people. He got his ass whooped, went and got a gun, came back to school and shot four people. He ain't kill him. This wasn't a mistake. He's not a child. He's 18 years old. How come Black Lives Matter isn't down there? They protest about um, Trayvon Martin as if the police killed him. And Trayvon Martin was simply killed by an overzealous fucking uh, neighborhood watch. That had nothing to do with the police. Racism? Definitely. Piece of shit involved. Not the police. Piece of shit. This little boy, a black little boy, committed a crime. This crime is, this is interesting too, because this was a card that they used a lot, right? 
Like, oh, white people shoot up the school. Now black people do too. And let me tell you something. Just so y'all know, don't think that black and Spanish people don't shoot schools up. And I'm not uh, glorifying this by no means, but my school had a metal detector. My school was shut down because we got shot at by multiple guns and cars and things of that nature. So for y'all to tell me that only white people shoot up schools, no, that's just the only shit that gets reported. They were shooting up my fucking middle school fucking ever, bro. And that's not even a joke. I wish I could exaggerate that part. Now, if you want to start change, the protesting's done. Everybody heard you and they don't give a fuck. You have to do better than that. Now you have, there's action that has to be taken. Jay-Z, hit me up. You want help with this? Let's put people in charge that can actually make a change. We need attorneys, Spanish, Latin, Black, Caribbean. We need lawmakers. We need leaders who want to be mayors, police chiefs. We need new police officers. We need new rules. We need to teach these guys better ways and gals better ways. Therapy. I've expressed how bad I believe police officers need therapy. Just as much as they need training for self-defense, they need therapy because obviously that reaction to the person that was in that car was unnecessary. It wasn't even walk down or step through slowly. And I do understand that those situations are very intense and I might know how I would deal with it. But nonetheless, training is for that. You need to not blink when it gets hard. You need to not let them see you sweat. That should come in training. Our police officers are weak. Only a weak person would do some stupid shit like that. You dragged a paraplegic out of his car by his head, his hair. He couldn't move. He was screaming for help. Sound like a cool dude. And they said, yo, you got a bad head. So they pulled him over. They see his jacket. Shows that he had guns, violence, traffic issues. So they treat him as if he was doing that right now. That's an issue in the, in the criminal system. What happened is a do the crime, do the time. You do your time and then what? Nothing. It gets followed. You fucking that jacket, you wear it forever. It's not fair. They can't get jobs. It's not fair. You're taking away the right to work. It's not fair. It's not fair. Certain crimes that are egregious and they should not be allowed. But things like this don't make any sense. The dude was driving a really nice car and I'm assuming he makes a lot of money. And I'm assuming they're pissed off that they see a black dude in a really nice car with dreadlocks that most likely he's smoking weed or something, right? You know how the story goes. A young POC, person of color in a nice car. Oh, your tent's too dark. Well, sir, I'm a celebrity and it's too hot in this motherfucker. So yeah, my tent's double limo and you can't see inside. That's how I roll. I feel sorry for what happened to this man. I hope he sues them for everything they got. Uh, the state put out a stupid-ass statement. The sheriff put out a statement that was very just lackadaisical and PR'd as fuck. Oh, we're going to look into it. There's nothing to look into. You see an irate police officer. Show me the full footage so that we can really get a grasp of it all. But from what we saw was an irate police officer that really did something egregious. Where's the rest of the footage? Show us what happened. Show us if when they got there, he gave them reason for them to act like that. If not... That police officer needs to be fired and arrested for assault and battery on a fucking paraplegic. If you've been on the internet, you saw the wedding photographer has deleted all the pictures because they didn't feed him. There's more to the story. He is petty, but he's not that petty. I'm going to give you guys a story or uh, give you all the story and let y'all figure it all out. But I think it was hilarious. His story is actually really good. So this is from his Reddit post because everybody that was talking about it really didn't say it too, too well. Uh, I'm not really a photographer. 
I'm a dog groomer. I take lots of photos of dogs all day and I put them on Facebook and Instagram. It's my thing. If that makes sense. Uh, a cut in a photo with every appointment. I very seldomly shoot things other than dogs, even if I have a nice setup. A friend of mine got married a few days ago and wanted to save some money. Asked if I'd shoot it for them. I told him it's not really my forte. I agreed to shoot it for $250, which is nothing for a 10-hour event. And it really is. 10 hours for $250 is insane, especially for photogs. Uh, on the day... On the day of, I'm driving around following the bride as she goes from appointment to appointment before the ceremony, taking photo photos along the way. I, sh I shot the ceremony myself. Sorry, it's written wrong. I shot the ceremony itself, and during the reception, I'm shooting speeches and people mingling. That <sighs> behind the scenes and like doc style is expensive, and 250 for 10 hours is a steal. I think that's pretty amazing that he even just like agreed. And how cheap are you to hire a fucking dog groomer to take pictures of your wedding? Like have some pride in your wedding and spend some money. I started around 11 a.m. and was due to finish around 7 p.m. Around 5 p.m. food is being served and I was told I cannot stop to eat because I need to be photographer. In fact, they didn't even save me a spot at any table. I told the groom, the groom I need to take 20 minutes off to get something to eat and drink. There's no open bar or anything. I can't even get a water, and my two water bottles are long empty. He tells me I need to either be a photographer or leave without pay. <laughs> Yo, what a bitch. What did he do? He held the camera up, deleted all the pictures, and then he went and had a bite and said he can keep your funky ass 250. The fact that he did it for 250 was beyond me. Now, the story that was told online was that he was a wedding photographer. That's not the case. He's actually a, a dog groomer. He just cuts dogs up, and he takes a picture of them to sell his services to make more money. They're cheap. This is the type of shit that drives me crazy. You're so cheap with services. When you go direct to a source and it's not a third party, stop trying to negotiate it down. Pay the person their worth. And you're not going to feed the help? Fuck you. I hate even saying the help. But I'm sorry. That's that. The, I don't know what other terminology. The service? I don't know. Either way, you're not going to feed them? You're a bitch. And for 250 the least you could do is feed the guy, give him some free drinks, maybe get him an Uber. The fuck? Like... You deserved everything you got. You really did. Have you been on Twitch today? Did you see what happened on Twitch? If you use the PC version of Twitch or, or on the computer and not the phone version, the mobile version, I should say. This story comes from GeekWire. And uh, Twitch got e-vandalized overnight with photos of uh, Jeff Bezos amid fallouts of data breach. If you were using the web version of Twitch on Friday morning, early Friday morning, you might have seen, you might have gotten a chance to see it and get redecorated with pictures why is it written like that i'm sorry if you were using the web version of twitch early friday morning you might have gotten a chance to see it get redecorated with a picture of amazon founder jeff bezos face according to twitch's official blog the leak was made possible by an error in twitch's server configuration change that was subsequently subsequently accessed by a malicious third party twitch does not believe Currently, any user's credentials were exposed in the leak, and it reportedly never stored full credit card numbers on site. However, it did take steps early Thursday morning to reset all of its user stream key, which is a very unique password available via the official Twitch dashboard that requires that is required before streams can start. My bad. That was a that was all bad. Yo, for two fifty, he got open bar and a grub up. No, he didn't get. He got nothing, but he could have. Shit, for 250, he could have took off. Bro, that's wild. 
The fact that they only paid to, and they didn't even pay up front. They paid on the back end, so he didn't even get paid. That shit is crazy. That shit is crazy. It's unbelievable that people think that that's, first off, 10 hours. Dude, like, break that down. 250 for 10 hours. It's fucking, no. I'm not even doing that. They, they wilding for that. My bad. I don't even mean to cuss so much. I've been working on not cussing so much, so we can take this to a different level. But shout out to Jay Woods. Appreciate you for coming. I think that's wild. They don't even serve open bar. Like, how cheap can y'all be to not have open bar? That was beyond me. If you didn't know what was going on with Twitch uh, earlier this week, Twitch had a giant leak that everybody's information got out, pay and what they're making. Now, most of these content creators don't necessarily live off of the pay from the streaming sites, such as pay, uh, excuse me, such as Twitch and YouTube. Uh, what they do is that they sell merch and other things and they have advertisers and they have, you know, just tons of deals that come with the following. Right. So the big if you're a content creator and you want to get a following and uh, you want to figure out how to earn sponsorship dollars, you want to grow something like this podcast. One of the reasons why we even started the show was to keep the music going. I got tired of posting the same music over and over. And I was like, dude, I can only make so many songs. I don't want to sit here and just make songs just to post for social media. That's not fair. When I first started, you would take that shit to the radio and it would play for like a year and a half. So podcasting was easier to get more information out to more people, get myself in front of people more. Uh, today you got TikTok, Instagram, Twitch, Twitter, Facebook, there's so many places to really bubble up and grow an audience. Focus on one audience, one app, and then that way you can generate money and grow across all the other apps. Don't try to just grow across all the apps. It's not cool. It's not cool. The idea that you're going to stress yourself out for no reason. It's not even a good idea to try to just worry about the algorithms in that fashion. You're literally going to lose your mind. Like, you will lose your mind. It's it's insanity. Fuck, dude, just learning TikTok now is driving me crazy. I'm, learning TikTok is probably the weirdest thing that, uh, that uh, I've had to do because there's no algorithm, right? They said it just goes. So we're figuring that out. But that's cool. Uh, Google and YouTube are now banning their ads to be played after climate denial. And I'm sure they'll be banning climate denial as they have been banning anti-vaxxers and um, misinformation channels. So uh, let's really look into that. Um, I want to know, it's such a broad statement to say that you just want to stop the deniers. I, I mean, I, I don't deny that there's climate change. I don't deny that uh, we may have added to it, but I don't think we're the driving force, nor we can stop what's going to happen. We already saw the Ice Age happen. Well, we didn't see, but, you know, the Ice Age did happen. Why wouldn't it get hot? It's like seasons. Like, nobody bats an eye when seasons change. Why are we batting an eye when this happens? So I hope that we don't get deplatformed or anything for saying what I'm saying, because I don't think that I'm denying the change. I just think it should be called something else. And I don't think that America is the leading fucking cause of it, nor do I think that it's, um, America's responsibility. Every, every time that there's a, a, a global crisis to be the solution, we're the cleanest country in the world. How about y'all go yell at India and China and then come back to us and let us know the labor department numbers came out today and they weren't good at all. You know, in real estate, I'm in a, a weird dry spell, in August, you could not keep a house on the market. In September, it slowed down very slight. Honestly, the first two weeks in September was still hot grease. The second two weeks, it slowed down. Um, during September was the first. They call it the fall off because of the unemployment stopped September 1st. Just stopped. 
And the economy is doing what the economy is going to do. But when you see shit like this happening, another there, there's a, this is more compounding bullshit, right? The economy is taking a hit from two sides. People that don't want to go to work and are not spending money, so they're not keeping shit moving. And then the people that took all the unemployment money and just saved it and didn't spend it either. Like, you need to take that money and spend it in order to make things move. You can't hoard it. Not right now. Money needs to be spent to bring prices down for everybody. So it's going to take all of us together to help. That That's just how that works. So they were saying that these numbers are actually supposed to be way better than what they are, but it's okay because things are great. Just to give you an example of what they mean by great, we're supposed to have added half a million jobs by September. We only added 194,000. We'll get into this uh, this article. My bad. I got to move that touch screen. I don't want it anymore. We need like a remote for the screen. So this was from CNBC. Like I said, it was over half a million jobs what they were predicting. The U.S. added 194,000 new payroll and labor force. What? Okay, so we added 194 new jobs, new payroll jobs, but the labor force shrank by 183,000. Wouldn't that only be like a 4,000 difference or a fucking 3,000 difference? So we only added 3,000 jobs because if 183 people shrunk, then how is that even a thing? Huh. September's job. You see, it's so irritating when the labor department releases these numbers and and doesn't give us the straight numbers that they want to give us because if you're telling us that we added 194 new jobs but we lost or the the labor force shrank by 183 then why don't you just give us the real numbers so it was 4000 they were expecting to add 500,000 with half a million and then you would subtract out of that 183 that would have left us with about 300 and change that sounds about better i mean it would have been nice if if they would have um maybe slowly got people off unemployment but let's get into that uh what else what else what else the report is the first of the federal unemployment program that ended on labor day the data offers the latest evidence that pandemic era benefits not play a major role in disrupting the law <laughs> in disrupting the labor market according to labor economists what the fuck part of the labor economy do you not see that unemployment poor ppp and all this other shit did not affect what do People don't want to go back to work because they realize they're not making shit and they made more money off of unemployment. It has affected the labor market strongly. Get ready. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. The vaccine. I mean, New York City's falling apart due to the vaccines. It's going to get even worse when the booster shot becomes mandated. Like, there's so much more coming. Uh, the data offers the first snapshot of the U.S. labor market since enhanced federal unemployment benefits ended Labor Day. The September report suggests many workers did not find new jobs or jump off the sideline to look for work despite those expirations of those benefits. You know, nobody give a fuck. Don't nobody want to work for free. The Labor Day cliff impacted about 8.5 million Americans, according to the data department. According to the Labor Department data, more than two million others got three hundred dollars. A weekly benefit reduction. They were still giving the bonus money. They were still giving the bonus money. Are you fucking serious? They were still giving the three hundred kick. Wow. Who? What state was getting the three hundred still? Some some economists and policymakers believe that federal benefits were holding back the recovery. It's you just said that it didn't change anything. It didn't affect the labor. Did it or didn't it? It's becoming clear. That other factors, especially the COVID Delta wave, have played a big role in limiting economic activities, according to labor experts. That's what uh, Jay was saying here. 
you know, the vaccines. Now they're mandating vaccines. People are going to lose their jobs if they don't get vaccinated due to whatever. Either they're forcing you to get vaccinated or lose your job. All the evidence points towards the pandemic's unemployment benefits not being the main factor. That's bullshit. I don't buy that at all. According to Nick Bunker, economist research director for North America at Indeed Hiring Lab, the best estimate right now is that the pandemic itself as shocking as today's employment figures are, are even more troubling is the decline in the labor force. Well, that's the problem. Isn't that the issue? Not that we're not hiring people, that more and more people are still quitting. It's millions, not just hundred of thousand. That hundred thousand number is the number of people that are claiming unemployment. How many millions of people just given up trying and just like, fuck it, what are they going to do? So many. This is, this is affecting so many people. We're in the midst of a worker shortage crisis and the number of potential workers is shrinking. I'm very confused and I'm very conflicted with this story because nothing makes any sense. Did unemployment in Pua affect the labor department, the labor market? Yes, 100%. People were actually making more money during uh, the, the pandemic because of all the bonuses and unemployment. It didn't make any sense why they were given a bonus. That was weird. Now, we were shut down for X amount of time. They should have let us back out a lot sooner. But they didn't plan this thing through. And we could blame the new administration for not really having an exit strategy, which I'm sure that was strategic from Trump to let them fall on their face. So unemployment is not doing well. Money isn't really doing well because there's no workers. And the only jobs that are hiring are really low-end jobs. If you look at the job market, it's very full. The only jobs that are not being full right now are those lower end jobs. And I've said this already. I think that the new minimum wage, if you adjust it with inflation, should be about $23 to $27. Anywhere, maybe $25 an hour, we can call that the new minimum wage. $25 without insurance, $27 with insurance. Or excuse me, $25 with insurance, $27 without insurance, maybe even $28 without insurance coverage. And then allow you to go buy your own insurance. Like you should be able to pick your own insurance, right? So, I mean, we got to negotiate. I want these days off. This is what I want to get paid. And these companies are going to have to buckle when we got to make these adjustments. Somebody's got to take a hit. You know, I've always been confused over the fiduciary role that the stockholders play in, in these jobs and how they get paid. Because as an investor, you have to make sure that the stockholders make their money. But what happens when the labor force is dying like this? There ain't no money if you ain't paying people. So y'all going to have to start taking less so that these people can make more and live a decent life because they can't even live anymore. And this, that'll bump up all the other jobs. You know, essentially, what you would like to see is that people take their money and become self-sufficient and stop using the government, pay more in taxes because they're making more money. And we're able to get to like a society where roads get fixed, schools get, you know, money, kids get fed at school because we're fucking paying tons of money for the shit. I don't know, maybe like police training and things of that. Just, just small things that we need. Hell yeah, people are getting fired without even choice. They're like, it's beyond on purpose. It's literally like pushing people off a cliff. They back them to the cliff and say, do this or you're fired. And just ugh, push them. Stealthing. Y'all better not be the nasty boys out there stealthing. Let me tell you something. This is, and I heard of this in high school, but I'm going to be honest. I don't wear condoms. Sorry. Never cared for them. I think like one time. That's it. I'm not out there just willy-nilly uh, dipping my magic stick. <laughs> Yo, no, nah, but dead ass, like, stealthing is something very, very weird. And I think that anybody that's having 
uh, consensual sex should definitely discuss if they're raw dog and are going in with the bag on. Now, if you start off with a condom and the girl says, I hate condom sex. I've had this mid-sex. Yo, I hate condom sex, right? Because we bring girls over. Polly, we like bringing girls to our home. If the girl says, I don't want to do condom sex, I want you take it off. And then, pound town. Go right to pound town. California is actually banning stealthing. Let's talk about this. I think it's very interesting. And y'all, I promise y'all better not be doing this shit. Talk to your partner, man. Don't be in there just dirty dicking these women. That's not cool, man. California just became, this came from NPR, by the way. California just became the first state in the U.S. to outlaw stealthing, a slang term for non-consensual removal of a condom during sex. The law signed by Governor Gavin Newsom on Thursday makes it a civil offense under state law for someone to remove a condom without permission, with, excuse me, without partner's consent. Stealthing wouldn't be a crime under California law, but it will be a civil offense allowing people who experience it to sue the... Oh, what the fuck is that word? Directly in civil court if they choose. Civil litigation keeps decision-making in the hands of survivors, which can be partially important in the wake of sexual violence, which is itself a denial of victims' rights to make decisions about their lives, Broudsley said. I agree. I think it should be up to uh, the person that had that happen to go to court and and defend themselves and, and make a claim. Hey, this person gave me an STD. It's embarrassing. You could have killed me. Many things. Uh, I think that's horrendous and that's disgusting. And as men, you should do better and you should protect the partner that you're with, uh, man or woman, and vice versa. Uh, don't take advantage of each other. It's sex. It's supposed to be enjoyable. Don't make it harder than what it is. It's very intimate. Sometimes you just want to wham, bam, thank you, ma'am, and get on and go. But... Don't be out here doing this nasty ass shit. Cause like, what if you do have something? Damn, that was stupid. My whole hand slipped. Like, what if you do got something? You burn somebody, bro. That's nasty. Do better. And just don't wear condoms. Just go in there and say, you know what? We're just gonna go in this and we're gonna roll the dice, baby, because it's Vegas. <laughs> no, bro, don't do that shit. No soup kitchens on the clock. All right, y'all. So all we got today. Thank you for watching. We've been ad free for a while. I've just been doing asks, and my ask is head over to klavo.com. Check out the merch. Order a hoodie. Check out the music. Download, stream. Uh, check out the clips, previous videos. I wrote a book. It's in there. There's podcasts, and we're gonna start a newsletter, and we're gonna start actually holding our real estate classes soon, and more real estate stuff will be happening on the page. You know, I'm always adding new things. We're working behind the scenes. Trust me. Gilly shows on the way. Tomorrow is our radio show every Saturday exclusively on Spotify, riding with Sabian. So make sure you come and ride shotgun with Sabian. And uh, that'll be it. I'm going to go play video games with my friends. My name is Sabian. Live in the moment. Don't live in the past. Be safe. Stay dangerous. Lavo loves you. Wow.